Welcome to Sweet Kicks with Bricks, the show which helps you decide if a game is worth spending your hard-earned money on or a try before you buy. Now here's your host, Barry Ricks. Hey guys, welcome to Sweet Kicks with Bricks. I am your host, Barry Ricks, and today's Kickstarter highlight is Pocket Ops. And I have the mastermind behind the game. I have Mark with me. How's it going, Mark? Things are going great. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. I know that uh, Kickstarters can uh, be a little crazy, so uh, thanks for coming on the show today. My pleasure. Awesome. Well, why don't you tell the listeners maybe a little bit more about yourself and about your company, Grand Gamers Guild? Sure. So it all depends on how far back you want to go, but I guess I'll start back uh, in the beginning, so to speak. So I... um. I remember playing a few games with my mom when I was a, a little kid um, and then can fast forward to the age of, say, 13, 14, when I had my first dalliance with uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Of course. After that, um, you know, did that for a good three, four five years and then moved on to the college years and where uh, kind of everything fun shut down. No pleasure reading. Video gaming came to an end. Um and then about 11 years ago, so that would put us at 2006, maybe even 2005, uh, I had my first experience at Origins Game Fair. Oh, and cool. And it was kind of my, my mind-blown sort of moment. <laughs> I bet. Uh, not only did I see all these new role-play games that existed, but was just inundated with the world of designer board games. And then, uh, you know... I, I went, I've been to Origins every year for 11 years straight. Maybe this is 12. Um, I volunteered for the convention. I run a demo team. And, you know, a couple of years ago, I decided, hey, I'm going to try this publishing thing. And here we are. That's awesome. I, I think that's so cool. I, I, I'll admit, unfortunately, I've never been to Origins. It's something that I've always wanted to attend, but uh, just haven't been able to rustle up the money and time and all that stuff. But uh, that's cool. I mean, that's... That's a. I imagine a lot of people get their first uh, mind-blowing experience on what board gaming and tabletop gaming, role-playing games is like. What it is nowadays than what it was compared to, you know, like a decade ago when you know Kickstarter didn't exist and all these other things. So we're seeing just a an a surgence of of this of the gaming community, and I think Kickstarter has a a big big part in playing in that because a lot of these games that we see nowadays we probably wouldn't have seen it if it wasn't for these crowdfunding websites yeah i think there's a really really strong upward spiral i think that the traditional publishing route is pumping out more product the kickstarter route is pumping out more product right this happens both domestically and internationally and it's just kind of this rising tide lifting all boats and then because more consumers come through the door and then more games get purchased, so more games get made, and it's uh, yeah, it's fantastic. It's a it's an amazing time to be part of it, and I mean, even I see a huge difference in my little micro view from today versus when I first entered the hobby ten years ago. Right. Well, and it's really interesting because when I when I talk to people and I'm like, oh yeah, I do a podcast where I interview board game designers, and you know, we talk about games, and they're like, oh, that's interesting. So, so you you know, you play like Monopoly and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> that's uh, and I I always tell people I'm like, Monopoly was kind of like the game everyone had and played growing up, and I and I always tell them nowadays I'm like, now nowadays you have like 
the monopoly of nowadays is like settlers of Catan. Like, oh, every, absolutely. like everybody has that and it's kind of like the gateway game to, to other things. So I'm like, so if you want to get into the new world of board game, I'm like, you could start there. Cause that's kind of like your monopoly. And then, yep. you, and then you like, people are like surprised. I'm like, there's so many different genres of games. Like if you want to go deep strategy, we have games like that. They have card games and you know, all, you know, compete, you know, all sorts of stuff. It's just amazing to me the the avenues that board gaming has been able to create. And, and people are kind of just like flabbergasted when I tell them about all this stuff. And they're like, oh, they're like, okay, I, I had no idea. I'm like, well, you know, that's that's what I'm here for. <laughs> so, okay. so let's jump into talking about your Kickstarter campaign going on right now. It's called Pocket Ops. So what is Pocket Ops? What, what can we expect it from it? How does the game play? Sure. So Pocket Ops is a two-player-only game of deduction and area control. And uh, it wouldn't take you very long to look at the, cam- uh, the Kickstarter campaign to realize that it is actually built on a framework that every single person who can pick up a pencil knows. Right. And that framework is tic-tac-toe. Tic-tac-toe, and, yeah. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I have, um, I've been working with and on this game uh, with the designer, Brandon Barron, since... I picked it up. I met Brandon at Protospiel Chelsea, which is in Michigan, back in uh, summer last year, almost a full year. And as we've gone through the development process and I've put the game out in front of as many people as humanly possible, inevitably when I put it in front of them, I get that sort of shoulder sag and an eye roll and a look <laughs> of credulity because they're like, Really? You're gonna make you're, you're you call yourself a publisher and you're placing a game in front of me that has to do with tic tac toe, right? And I reassure them and I say, just trust me and play it. And almost to a person, they are just blown away, right? Partly because it's a genuinely great game, and partly because uh, setting the tic tac toe framework sets the bar so low that when they actually play it, they truly are blown away. <laughs> no, that's funny. Because, like, well, with with Tic-Tac-Toe, I mean, like you said, it's something that everyone's familiar with, but it's a it's a game mechanic that's so simple, but yet you can go from it, from that simplicity, to make elaborate things out of it. Yep, and so there's, you know, there's a layer of deduction in trying to figure out where your opponent is going to place their piece, and then there's an extra layer on top of it, you get... Um, in each game, and you play a, play a match, and it's best two out of three, in each game you get a specialist tying into our spy theme. And, uh, and so that specialist can pull a one-time trick in the game that can hopefully tip the balance in your favor. But yeah, we're super proud of it. It's uh, just crossed the 200% threshold on Kickstarter last night. Yeah, I saw that. Is getting made, and uh, have every intention to have it out in time for the holiday season because it, it is a micro game. It is uh, the kind of game that could literally fit in your pocket or your backpack or your purse. And you can bring it out in a restaurant between ordering and getting your food. Uh, someone took a picture. James Hudson took a picture of playing it on an airplane tray. Awesome. So it's fast. It's easy to learn. It doesn't have a huge footprint. And, um, and it also is a great playing field, whether you're adult on adult or adult on child or child on child right um each one of each one of those dynamics is uh you know an easy match 
Right. And I can really appreciate that because I, I'm a father of, of four kids and, and I try to get them involved with all these board games that I, that I play and review and all those things. And so it's really exciting for me to see this game. One, I know my kids know how to play tic-tac-toe, but then, you know, you have the, you know, the age range that you have on it is six plus, And I'm like, that's like the majority of my kids right there being able to play mm-hmm. with them. And 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 just the quickness of it as well, which is is essential, especially for sometimes minds that tend to wander quickly. Uh, so I, I really appreciate that. I think that's great. You're you have it so that kids can enjoy it. But then you also there's that extra amount of strategy to it to where it becomes, you know, really competitive for adults to to integrate that strategy as well. Yeah, yeah, it's um. It's just a thing all by itself, you know. It's, it, anyway, we're, we're really proud of it. That's that's awesome. And like you said, you guys are completely funded, and and you mentioned that your your goal is to have it out by by Christmas. Yeah, we actually have a level on the uh, on the on the Kickstarter called Santa Spy because we have been working really hard both with uh, the artist and graphic designer Josh Capel as well as the factory in China. And, you know, we have benchmark deadlines to hit, and we've built in a buffer. But essentially, if you wanted to scoop up a 10-pack and have the ability to give these out as stocking stuffers to your friends and family, you should absolutely be able to do that. Our goal is to have it in the United States and uh, in the hands of backers in the month of November, giving people plenty of time to, uh, you know, to, to give it as a gift at all the, all the holiday parties and such, kids, adults, and whatever. No, I think that's awesome. I think that would be a, a fantastic little gift to get it, and and totally affordable for people that are wondering, like the Santa Spy pledge that Mark is talking about. I mean, it's a, it's a hundred dollars or or more, depending on you know everything. But that's that's fantastic. I mean, right there, you can knock out your whole family and friends just with a one spell swoop and introduce them into the world of board gaming. Yep, $100 plus shipping, depending on where you are. Right. And then um, we also introduced in this campaign um, guild pins. So there will be a Kickstarter exclusive pin with, uh, with every copy you purchase. So if you buy a copy, you get a pin. If you buy the four pack, you get four pins. If you buy the 10 pack, you get 10 pins. And uh, these little enamel pins are exclusive to the campaign. And uh, they're featured on the website. It's a picture of the Doomsday device that's a part of the game. Right. And we're not going to reproduce these uh, afterwards. We may produce a different Pocket Ops pin that I can perhaps give out to people who I see at conventions and stuff. But this is just kind of a neat little fun collectible to say, hey, I was part of the Kickstarter experience with Grand Gamers Guild. And I helped bring this thing to life. And no one else gets to have that. Right. And uh, and with the... You said mentioning 200% funded. I mean, you've guys have hit a bunch of your stretch goals already, and it looks like you guys just hit your your next stretch goal where you're upgrading your your wooden discs into uh, wooden meeples instead. So that's exciting. Yep. And then, yeah, really cool. Yeah. And um, of course, you can see we have some things laid out, and we actually have some goals beyond that. Right. Um, there's been a lot of chatter on the Kickstarter. Uh, people actually don't like the mini meeple which uh, came as a bit of a surprise, but we're exploring options okay. to um, create a really nice piece to replace that. And of course, you know, with Kickstarters, I mean, what you see is is what you get in terms of the money. Right. You know, if we're going to do something better than the mini meeple that's there, um, then we're going to need to hit some more stretch goals. But we're keeping a real nice pace. Origins is this week. 
We're going to have all of my uh, demo team are going to have prototypes on hand. I'm going to have it in the booth. People are going to be able to see it and play it. And hopefully that'll give us a real extra bump in visibility. Right. Well, I, I, I don't doubt it. And I think the the fact that I've noticed that uh, pocket-sized games have been really popular lately. And people really enjoy the 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 ability to take the games on the go. And also, I've noticed a lot of uh, people have really enjoyed the, the quick games as well. But that they can just play over and over and over in a in a small amount of time. So I think uh, that would be a, a really, you know, people are going to be drawn to it uh, for sure. And then just telling people like, hey, come play uh, some tic-tac-toe with me on a level you've never experienced before. <laughs> people will be exactly. like, they'll be like, what? Be like, Tr- yep. trust me, trust me. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's the whole level of double think. And, you know, do I, do I think you're going to go for the obvious spot? Right. Or- do you, do you think that I think you're going to go for it and therefore you, you know, have to do that or you don't have to judge that? And do you use your special piece at this moment? Yeah, there's there's a really a ton going on in nine squares. Yeah, I, I think that's fantastic. It's lots of fun. So, I mean, the game looks fantastic. The campaign is funded. We know the game is going to be made. And as we're talking today, you guys still have 13 days left to go on the campaign. Campaign set to end on June 26. So everyone listening to this, you'll have plenty of opportunity to go check that out in the next couple weeks. And so, Mark, thanks for taking time out of your schedule to uh, come on the show and talk to us about Pocket Ops today. Absolutely. My pleasure. Well, why don't you tell the listeners maybe where they could find out a little bit more about you and your company? Absolutely. So um, you can find us on the web at grandgamersguild.com. You can look us up on Facebook as Grand Gamers Guild. We're on Twitter at Grand Gamers Guild, but you drop all the vowels out of it. That's the only way I could uh, get it to fit. There you go. And, uh, <laughs> and then, of course, we're going to be at Origins this uh, this coming week. So awesome. Stop by the booth. Um, we're going to have our first games on real estate and Stroop both for sale. And we're going to have Pocket Ops to test out. We're going to have our next two titles, Colonies of Venus and Endangered uh, prototypes there to show off as well. Awesome. That's fantastic. And, of course, we'll have links to the show notes for you guys. Easy access for you to click on those things. And, Mark, once again, thank you for your time. We appreciate it. And we'd also like to thank... Uh, Dan Patrice, he's Dan the Board Game Man from the Geek All-Stars. You can find him at thegeekallstars.com. He helped create our intro and outro. And this is Barry Ricks reminding you to back your projects wisely. Thanks for listening to Sweet Kicks with Bricks. If you'd like to mail the show, send any questions, comments, or interview requests to sweetkickswithbricks at gmail.com. Sweet Kicks with Bricks is a Closet Geek Studios production. For more information on the Closet Geek, please head to closetgeek.net.